This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Martin Gabor. It's Monday the 6th of December. In your sport today, a Bathurst 1000 to remember. Australia names their first test team. More silverware for Sam Kerr. And the Aussie Sevens run it back. This is your sport today. It was a big weekend of sports gabs, so we've got a lot to get through this morning. Uh, Let's start with the Bathurst 1000. It's called The Great Race, and it was won yesterday by Chaz Mostert and Lee Holdsworth. Yeah, this race had a bit of everything, Fez, and when I say everything, I really do mean (laughs) everything. I'm talking crashes, slick moves, and there was even an echidna that streaked across the track (laughs) at one stage and forced a safety car. Now, on the other side of all that was Mostert. He started in pole position, but he did have to fight his way back through the field after he suffered a tyre problem after just 50 of the 161 laps yesterday. But Once he got into the lead, there was no stopping him, and that was despite heaps of safety cars at the back end of the great race. This was Mostert's second Bathurst 1000 win and Holdsworth's first in his 18th attempt. Lucky number 18 for Holdsworth, (laughs) eh? Well, that's the supercar season wrapped up, and we already knew this year's winner heading into Bathurst. Yeah, and that was, of course, Shane Van Gisbergen. He was right behind Mostert at the end yesterday, but a tyre problem meant he finished back in 18th place. There's that lucky number again for someone. He ended the season 211 points clear of teammate Jamie Winkup, who was in second place, and that's his second Supercars title. This was Winkup's last ever race in Supercars, and that's because he's retiring after 20 years. Now, Fez, about 15 minutes before the race started, he was inducted into the Supercars. Hall of Fame, and there to induct him was Aussie Prime Minister Scott Morrison. Yeah, he did a hot lap with legend Mark Scaife around the mountain. It looked like he was holding on for dear life at some points <laughs> around those corners. Uh, today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate is not about Prime Minister Scott Morrison, but Jamie Wynn Cup. How many times did he win the Bathurst 1000? Got a clue for us, Cabs? Well, when you said Bathurst Prime Minister, I thought you were talking about Ben Chifley for a second. But <laughs> as for the trivia question, the answer rhymes with my last name. Underscore Gabor. Find out the answer at the end of the show. We're just two sleeps away from the first Ashes test caps. Can you believe it? It's come around so quick. Uh, Normally, we have to wait until the toss to find out the teams. But new Aussie captain Pat Cummins has revealed Australia's 11 a little bit early. Yeah, and there's no mucking around from the new captain. He's keeping no secrets from the fans. There are only two questions left on Australia's 11. That was who was going to bat at number five and who would that third fast bowler be for the first test? Well, now we know that Travis Head's going to bat at number five after he beat out Usman Khawaja for that coveted spot. Cummins says that it was a really tight call, but Head's recent form in Australia and England had the selectors feeling like he's the man ready to go. Now, Mitch Stark, that's my old high school teammate. (laughs) He is in the 11. Legends like Shane Warne, they wanted Western Australian Jaira Richardson in the team over Stark, but the selectors have stuck with Mitch for the first test. Fun fact for everybody, Gabs used to open the bowling ahead of Mitch Stark. Your careers have gone down different parts, so Gabs. uh, England are going to wait until the toss to name their team. It's just two sleeps away. 
Moving to basketball now, and we might have seen the last of star player Liz Cambage in the green and gold because she says she has zero interest in playing for Australia. Gabs, what's the context here? Yeah, so reports came out on the weekend that Cambage was going to be left out of Australia's squad for the World Cup in Sydney next year. But then yesterday on Instagram, she shared part of an email from Basketball Australia asking whether she wanted to be considered for selection. And that's where she said that she had zero interest. Now, just last month, Cambage was reprimanded by Basketball Australia, and that was for an altercation with Nigerian players in an Olympics warm-up match. Fez, that meant that she was still available for selection before the Instagram post yesterday, but Cambage, she is one of the best players in the game, so this is going to be a blow to Australia's World Cup hopes next year. Yeah, Kembaj didn't play at the Olympics. She withdrew because of mental health concerns and the Opals were knocked out in the quarters. Uh, The full 24-player World Cup squad is expected to be named later today. Let's talk some football now because Aussie Sam Kerr scored twice this morning to help Chelsea win the Women's FA Cup. Yeah, you might remember Kerr just missed out on winning the Ballon d'Or award last week, but Fez, this is still a pretty sweet prize for her. Uh, and that's because the FA Cup is one of the biggest trophies in football. And this one is even more special this year because it was the 50-year anniversary of the annual competition. Kerr, she scored twice in the second half of the 3-0 win over Arsenal. And her second goal is already doing the rounds on social media after she chipped the ball over the keeper while running at full pace. The goal, it sealed a result in front of 40,942 fans at Wembley Stadium in London and it means that Chelsea has now won three domestic trophies already this season. Yeah, and Kerr's just the second Aussie to win the Women's FA Cup after Taryn Rockall did it for Arsenal back in 1999. We were guaranteed a winner either way because there were three Matildas in the Arsenal squad. Let's go to some news just in, and I literally mean just in, because the Russian Tennis Federation have won the Davis Cup after they beat Croatia in the final just this morning. Uh, Yeah, please bring your own oven mitts because this is really (laughs) hot off the press. Andrei Rublev, he got the Russians off to the perfect start in the first match this morning before world number two, Daniel Medvedev, beat Maran Cilic in straight sets to wrap up the win. Fez, this is a big deal because it's the first time Russia has won the Davis Cup since 2006 and it's also the third time that they've won the Davis Cup. Now, The reason why they are called the Russian Tennis Federation at the moment is because of Russia's ongoing doping suspension in world sport. Yeah, the same thing happened at the Olympics. If you notice, they were called the Russian Tennis Federation there in Tokyo. That's pretty much tennis done for the season, but there's not much of a break. The Australian Open is just over a month away. Last Monday, we spoke about how Australia's women's rugby sevens team won in Dubai. Well, they've done it again. Yeah, and Fez, it was almost a carbon copy from last week's final. The Aussies, they went through to the final undefeated and they played Fiji again and won it pretty easily. But the only difference this time was the scoreline, which the Aussies won 15-5 this time. And it now means that Australia has won two of the six events this season. The Aussie men, they fell just short in their final to South Africa. They lost 10-7 to the Blitz box and they were really close to ending South Africa's winning streak, which is is now at 24 matches. Yeah, they've won the past four men's events. Uh, The next event isn't until January 21 in the Spanish city of Malaga. 
Time for Catch This, and I'll tell you what caught our eye on the weekend was New Zealand spinner Ajaz Patel. Gabs, he took 10 wickets in one innings for just the third time ever in Test cricket. Yeah, this fired up the WhatsApp chat on Saturday night, all right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's just the third player to do it, Fez, after Jim Laker and Anil Kumble, and he's also the first to do it in a first innings as well. He took 10 for 119 against India on Saturday, and Fez, there have been more than 2,400 men's test matches, so this really does not happen very often. No, this one's a very rare feat. Uh, New Zealand, though, look like they're going to lose that second test after being bowled out for 69 in their first innings. Uh, All right, the answer to today's trivia question, how many times has Jamie Wincup won the Bathurst 1000? It rhymes with the Gabor. It is... It's not 24, it's just four. It's just four. <laughs> he won 2006, 7 and 8 with Ford and then in 2012 when his team switched to Holden. All right, that's it from us today. We'll be back tomorrow with all the news from the F1 Grand Prix in Saudi Arabia where there's been plenty of controversy, so keep an ear out for that one. Thanks for tuning in and we'll catch you all on Tuesday. Tuesday.